Hey there, classmates. Thanks for downloading Middle Class Film Class. You are listening to one of our early episodes, which means the audio quality was not good, plus we had no drops or phone calls. After episode 17, Idiocracy, we upgraded equipment and began playing the intro, music, and a trailer live like a radio show. If the sound quality or pacing of the show is jarring, just skip to a later episode. It gets better. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. Class film class. <laughs> I'm Tyler, and with me, as always, are Peter and Joseph. Hello. Hello. Okay, so uh, yeah, so this week uh, we finally landed on my pick, Mr. America. I'm running for San Bernardino District Attorney. Oh, okay. I'm coming out here talking to voters. Oh, okay, for DA. Yes, for District Attorney. I've said that three times now. Starring Tim Heidecker, uh, made in 2019. Overall, great movie. Um, so yeah, it, you know, it's <laughs> it's been exactly seven days since we have all come back here. Uh, anyone uh, got any uh, exciting things to talk about? Did anything happen? I watched something pretty cool. It's uh, related to movies. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. There's a series out right now called uh, "The Movies That Made Us." And it's like, and Joseph was saying there's a show, it was called like The Toys That Made Us. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know I'm that a, show, yeah. N- never never heard of it before, but I guess this is like, I love the 80s, I love the 90s. They're probably going to do spinoffs on the TV that made us, the music that made us, I imagine, oh, the food that yeah. made us. I mean, there's endless supply. Pro- <laughs> yeah. The insert here that made us. The parents that made us. <laughs> a documentary about every one of uh, every American's parents. <laughs> now, in this in this uh, version, it's the movies that made us, and it takes like one um, really well known movie that was in the zeitgeist, um, and talks about how it was made, how it was conceived, how they picked the casting, the weird anecdotes, anecdotes that happened during filming. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about like advertising once the movie's released and how it became a sensation or didn't become a sensation. Yeah. So um, I watched the full episode, the Die Hard episode, start to finish, and that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I've seen the Home Alone one. That's the only one that I've seen so far. And um, yeah, there's definitely some really interesting stuff it's not just behind the scenes of the production. It's, no, it's, it's, it's everything. Yeah, behind the scenes of of people's lives as well. And um, the directors, the producers, the editors, the cinematographers, and um, kind of the, the turmoil that maybe some of these movies had to go through to get made in the first place. Um, and like near misses they would have had. Um, and oh, casting. Yeah, or, yeah there's, or there's so much that has to go right for a, a movie to you know, come out right on the other end. Yeah. It's kind of almost a miracle when it does. Yeah. Uh, but they're really, really in-depth episodes, and I, I kind of watched it. It was on. Bree was watching it when I got home from work, and I sat down. I was like, oh, what's this? And she's like, oh, this is about Die Hard. Just started. And uh, every t- probably 10 minutes or so, I'm like, man, they really go deep. Yeah, I watched yeah, this is pretty. This is pretty good. Yeah, yeah the um, if you get a chance, if you're into that sort of in-depth documentary series, like the ones they did on toys, was actually pretty solid. 
I thought it yeah. was going to be like more like uh, stylized, like, oh, this is from the 80s. You remember that? You remember Thundercats? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it really wasn't like that at all. It was like definitely like this is like the marketing strategies and the design of the toys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, def- yeah, that's. They, they did cool. entire they did entire series before this on the movie Toys with Robin Williams and Joan Cusack. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you got me. That's a cutting grounded out, out to short. <laughs> joke removed. Yeah, mark this this high point. That's an edit. Four minutes, ten <laughs> seconds. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Sorry about that. I apologize sincerely to our audience. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, these shows are uh, are. I mean, they're really uh, accessible. They're really easy to watch, and they're also really well made, and they're fun to watch as well it's very entertaining the way they're made um in the editing style and the even the narrator who's kind of got this uh he like almost has like a, a appeals to children kind of voice in his i thought it was pat oswalt for a second but <laughs> oh it's really too, like, pat and it's too uh, yeah he's too high too high pitched and hey hey you know for yeah a, a little too animated for uh for pat oswalt's voice i think <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's it, and this is it's on Netflix, so it's, yeah. I mean everyone can watch it. It's great. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good show. Yeah. What about you, Joseph? What have you been doing? You've been up uh, to not much. I um, nothing really movie related. I went to the Body Body World uh, exhibit in San Jose, which is where they skin people alive and, dis- <laughs> and dis- display skin them. People alive. <laughs> And they display yeah. their uh, their bodies in glass um, to show you all of their uh, their muscles, tendons, organs, hearts, brains, spinal columns, and gnarly. Uh, yeah, it sounds sounds appetizing. Yeah, it's uh it's it's uh, it's pretty interesting if you're into anatomy, I guess. Um, but uh, I had I I made a comment to someone that uh, we went with. I was like, boy, can you imagine if Night at the Museum was was uh, filmed here? <laughs> that would be a nightmare. Instead of Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt, it's um, an inside-out army of uh, Chinese <laughs> political refugees. Oh my god! We have this disembodied disembodied penis flopping around. <laughs> <laughs> this filleted open penis. <laughs> this is your urethra. <laughs> oh, oh man, that's the stuff I really look forward to seeing in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I got some movie news. Uh, it was oh, kind of cool. a slow week for the cinema. Um, but one thing that did stick out to me, though, was Frozen 2 just came out. You know, made a ridiculous amount of money. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> There's also um, there's also another movie. <laughs> there's also another movie that came out at the same time as Frozen Two, and that was Playmobil the movie. Playmobil. Playmobil. The movie? Did you guys? I mean, do you, did you guys know that Playmobil is now a cinematic universe? The hell's what Playmobil? is Playmobil? You guys aren't familiar with Playmobil. Well. Okay, it's a uh, childhood toy. Tell us, childhood toy manufacturer. Um, I don't know how to. It's kind of hard to explain. You'd recognize the logo. 
Are they like Diplo to Legos? They're like the oversized, like rounded plastic yes. people toys. Yes. Playmobil. The yeah, they're typically made of like like plastic and wood. Playmobil stuff. the movie. Oh. So it's like they're trying to capitalize on the Lego movie? I guess so. Uh, I was just. Yeah, I've never. I, I was like, why? I probably. I think I've seen <laughs> their logo at like a Target, maybe. Yeah, like the logo is very, very iconic. Yeah. Um, it looks like the busy world of Richard Scary, but in physical uh, uh, toy form. <laughs> but you guys, but the fact that you guys didn't even know what Playmobil is kind of just speaks to the utter failure of this movie. Well, it's also <laughs> not marketed to us. Well, yeah, but no. I feel like if you have if you have the universal recognition that like Lego had, and you make a movie that just happens to be good, but it's set with this. Great Lego CGI. It, it's, it's a lot more likely to be, you know, uh, successful. Which was gr- I love Lego Movie. Yeah, and I don't yeah, know shit about Playmobil movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's well, I I just googled Playmobil, and some of the top articles. Frozen Two ices out Playmobil for weekend box office. Yeah, no shit. As Playmobil was an actual <laughs> contender for a yeah. top topping at the box office. <laughs> this movie just made me think that this was just like a keep people busy kind of movie like they i mean they had to have known that they were going up against frozen 2 there's no i mean the the marketing for this movie was just like there was none no one knew this movie was coming out maybe it was maybe it's just they just took like a movie that was going to be released on dvd and decided to Ah, shit. Let's just throw it out in theaters and see. Twenty three hundred theaters. Actually, what I heard. Wow, that's a big release. Plus, what I, I what I actually heard was is they used Jeffrey Epstein's uh, estate money to fund this movie so they could properly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. You know this this these headlines: Frozen Two beating out Playmobil. It's uh, it's not really related, but it reminds me of this time when I went to go see The Shape of Water in theaters. Mm-hmm. And so me and Deanna were in this theater. It's like the middle of the movie, probably like more than halfway through. And this woman comes in with this child and sits sits behind us. And then <laughs> she's like, there's like, obviously there's like this, there's this monster creature on the screen. And she, she this woman, she she taps my shoulder and she goes, she goes, is this Peter Rabbit? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, lady. Are you serious? Oh my god. And yeah, like, P- yeah, this is Peter Rabbit. <laughs> I mean, it's not really related to Frozen 2 or Playmobil, but it's just like like how are you relating these two movies? How is this even close? Yeah, to <laughs> at least play, Playmobil and Frozen Two are kids movies. Yeah, but that's I know, funny. right? But it's, that's, I don't know why I just thought of that. I, I, the parallel of two movies not even being close in relation of in genre at all. Yeah. Um, even though these movies are both animated kids movies, I'm just thinking that the Playmobil movie is kind of, I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking into it too much, but it kind of just seems like we're in like there's just like this like trend going on where movies are just being made mm-hmm. for the sake of making movies instead of like you know having oh, yeah. like definitely... integ- like artistic integrity which maybe seems a little bit harsh but at the same time i don't know it just it seems seems off 
it just seems off. I think that you're. I think you're focusing on it because it's getting press, maybe, where that mo- This movie really should have just come and gone. And oh my god, I'm part of the echo chamber. You are, Fuck. and now, and now, now, middle class film classes too. We're 12 minutes in, and all we've been talking about is Playmobil. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's get into this movie, guys. <laughs> Enough airplay for Playmobil. I think uh, when it comes to artistic integrity, I think after Ice Age 4, I lost, uh, I think, the <laughs> filmmakers. Uh, we're just up for cash grabs. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, let's get into this movie. Okay. Let's do it. Um, we still have to do our streaming picks, though, Tyler. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, let's get into streaming picks, guys. Take two. And the Oscar goes to... <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so natural. <laughs> oh. You know. Anyway. <laughs> um, hold on. Hold on, my phone unlocked. Uh, okay, I, so you know me. <laughs> the way that I am. That, okay. My tenuous grasp of the English language. Uh, I'm very confused about what's happening right now. um, It's just (laughs) me going down the drain. Oh, (laughs) shit. Streaming picks. Yes, streaming picks. So, uh, yeah, Peter, what do you got got for a streaming pick? Um, So, my streaming pick this week is... It's a comedy from 1996. Um, It's streaming on Amazon Prime. It's called The Birdcage with Robin Williams and Nathan Lane. Um, you guys seen this? No, I haven't heard of it. I've only seen the beginning of the movie. Tyler, you've never even heard of this. Uh, no, I can't say You've anything. never heard of this? That's fantastic. I, I'm so happy because I really want you to watch this and tell me what you think next week. <laughs> All right. I, yeah. Save it for air, too. Don't tell me in IRL. Oh, no. I, 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 <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I want to, I want to hear your... Uh, I'll save it for air. This is your assignment okay. for the next week, uh, on, on top <laughs> yeah. of whatever movie you land on. Our assignment, our assignment was to watch 19 hours of YouTube videos to prepare for Tim Heidecker's character. <laughs> I watched, I watched zero watch. of them. I will confess. Come on. So, so the Birdcage is. Um, it's interesting because it's a it's a m- almost universally loved movie. It's it's got a it's got great. Um, Rotten Tomatoes scores has got great IMDb scores, um, and it's it's genuinely, legitimately hilarious, mm-hmm. start to finish. Yeah, it's so funny, and it's uh, the story of um, Robin Williams and Nathan Lane are a, a gay couple in Miami Beach, and they own a um, drag queen club um, named the Titular Birdcage. So it's. Um, they have a son who's an adult uh, who's coming home, and he's like, hey, Dad, I'm getting married, and one thing leads to another, and her parents are going to come visit, but he's a Republican senator in the middle of a scandal oh, and stuff, shit. so they have to change their life around and not be these flaming gay guys on oh. Miami Beach. Wow. It's so great. The plot is not necessarily um, – the plot is basically just a device to – put these two gay men into the unique situations they mm. would normally be right. and it, the whole movie is made by nathan lane he's so fucking funny it's <laughs> it's ridiculous it's really so fun oh my god he's so funny yeah like like he like he uh shadows he, overshadows uh robin williams 100 percent. yeah really it's wow the, it's, he's the star of this movie for sure Damn. robin williams is he plays the straight uh, straight man of the gay relationship he's like the pretty pretty 
macho, uh, you know, dude with a big mustache, and uh-huh. but he still owns a strip uh, drag queen nightclub and wears foundation and <clears throat> you know uh, walks with the saunter. But Nathan Lane is his wife. He calls him his wife, and uh-huh. he is the queen of the stage at their show. He is the great starina uh-huh. is his personality. And uh, he does like a um, variety act where I'm not even going to ruin it because it's so stupid. You don't see the whole act. You just see little bits and pieces Mm -hmm. as he's going on stage and then coming off stage. And then you see his, you know, now he's in a Jerry Lewis style hobo outfit, you know, doing (laughs) comedy. (laughs) He comes out, but he talks, he talks with such a, like a feminine, um, je ne sais quoi about him and yeah. he's there's a great line at the beginning when he's he's having a diva meltdown and they're like like she's got to be on in 10 minutes and he's upstairs like panicking in his mm. like in his uh dressing room which is their apartment above the nightclub yeah. <clears throat> and and rob Moline comes in he's like he's like baby you have to be you have to go down there listen listen to him that everybody's listening waiting for you and he's like you only want me for your show you're just using me because you're a man and I'm a woman. And Rob Williams says, you're not a woman. And he goes, you bastard. <laughs> and it's the whole movie is much of that. And um, Calista Flockhart's in it. Gene Hackman plays the um, Republican senator. Mm. And the mother, I can't remember her name, but the mother from um, Edward Scissorhands plays his wife. Oh, um, the, the mom from Requiem for a Dream. Avon lady. No, no, Ellen no. Burstyn? Not Ellen Burstyn. It's the 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 mother from um, Edward Scissorhands. She's she was the Avon door door Avon lady. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I can't remember her name, but it, um. Anyways, it's a great movie. It's streaming on Amazon right now. Give it a watch if you've never seen it before. You're in for a treat. It's uh, hilarious from start to finish. And Joseph shared something very interesting with me about the opening shot. Oh yeah. Uh, so the opening shot of the movie is this really long uh, one take, uh, starting from like a aerial. Uh, helicopter shot going onto the beach mm-hmm. so but it goes so long it gets to it gets to ground level of the beach and then the shot continues on the beach and there's no cut drag uh, yeah there's no cuts or anything <laughs> so what they did was they hooked a guy on the on a helicopter oh, with the camera <laughs> and then they got so close to the beach so that he could step off the helicopter and walk on the beach Wow, with the camera, yeah, I mean, it's like a, it transitions to basically like him steady camming, walking down the beach, and yeah, wow, that's incredible. Those, it's yeah, it's pretty. It's a it's quite a feat. You never even think about it, and and you know, <laughs> I told Joseph when I was watching, and I said this is gonna be my streaming pick this week. We were texting, and <laughs> yeah. he goes, he goes, oh, the birdcage of that long one take from the helicopter at the beginning. I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, by the way, Hank Azaria is in this too. And oh. he play he he plays their um, manservant who is shirtless and shoeless through the entire movie, and <laughs> and he talks with a really strong gay accent and uh, is so funny. The whole movie it's the right way to do like poking fun at the gay community because it's not it's not done in a negative way, but it, yeah, every all the characters are so strongly drawn. They're all like stereotypes of you know the gay community, but it, over, it totally totally works. And and Nathan Lane's a gay man, so he's star star of the show. Yeah, definitely. Wait, Nathan Lane is gay? What? <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Oh. It's well, been confirmed. Uh, Birdcage, so Robin Williams starring 
with Nathan he, Lane, he directed, and they uh, live in a birdcage together. <laughs> they, awesome. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> this was directed by, let's see here, Birdcage. Did anyone do anything else? Uh, yeah, actually, it's uh, Mike Nichols, who did The Graduate, and oh, um, okay, Who's sure. Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Mike Nichols. Yep. yep. Mike, Mike Nipples. <laughs> That's call the one. Me, call me Nips. <laughs> what about you, Joseph? What was your streaming pick this week? So my streaming pick is another uh, A24 movie, also on Amazon Prime. Uh, they just have such a good selection of movies, of A24 movies specifically, oh, on there. Nice. Um, and really shitty horror movies like Return to Blood Fart Lake. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. But I haven't seen Return to Blood Far Lake, so I don't know if I can recommend it. <laughs> um, so this movie, directed by Sean Baker in 2017, called The Florida Project. It is stars uh, Willem Dafoe, who plays a manager at a uh, a kind of run, not rundown, but it's not a very, it's a, almost like a, it's like a motel, hotel holiday in yeah um kind of things uh right outside uh disney world in florida hmm. um and it the main character is a six-year-old girl named mooney um she grew up was born and grew up in this hotel so that's all this is the life that she knows it is a drama about her and pretty much just her adventures with her friends around the area of the hotel um, and her mom, who is like this, she's not a prostitute, but she's um, she's a drug addict. Um, doesn't really hang out with the best people. And um, she she uh, Willem Dafoe plays kind of a friendly character who's also matter of fact, um, like tough, and, like uh, tough love sort of thing. Yeah, kind of uh, more love than tough, really. Hmm. Um, but it's basically just about her. And the kind of life that she lives in this in this um, world of a movie doesn't sound poverty. like it has a happy ending. Um, it doesn't. Well, it does have a happy ending, but it also doesn't have a happy ending. Um, it's a, kind of a fantastical ending. Um, mm. But the scene right before it is really, really, really sad. Yeah. Um, but is this like a ultra realistic, like a Harmony Korine type slice of no, life movie? No, no, it's well, or is it a it's narrative? Not, it's definitely real life. Um, I don't know about Harmony. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know if I would compare it to Harmony Korine, um, like Gummo or something. But yeah, that's what I was thinking of. It's it's not. It's yeah. It's not quite. It's not exaggerated. I don't think. Um, but I've um, heard, heard. I've heard of this back and forth on you know various places, but. I never had the huge desire to watch it. Is it worth a, a watch? Is it going well, to bum me out? Get, um, kind of. It will bum you out. But, but I like I it. like I like movies like that, um, where it's kind of a it's emotional, um, kind of uh, kind of ride. Evocative. <laughs> no pun intended, Stunning. since it's outside of Disney World, uh, uh-huh. and, and and it's and it's and the whole thing is like she. I, I don't. I can't remember exactly. I think I remember in the trailer they're like, "Oh yeah, her whole like, thing is she wants to go to Disney World or something." It's not. That's not really a part of it. It is at the near the. It, it gets more, like more towards the end of the movie, um, which the end of the movie is was shot on uh, 
just by Sean Baker, the director himself. He just with an iPhone. Wow. Um, I mean, he shot. Hmm. The, he he directed another movie called Tangerine, uh, which was shot completely was, on a, on an I was iPhone. I'm just gonna say there was a movie called Tangerine that was shot on an iPhone. It's the same dude. Yeah, he directed that. Nice. Um, mm. But yeah, Florida Project, Day Hooker, or something like that too. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Florida Project, uh, movie about a six-year-old girl who lives in a hotel outside of Walt Disney World in Florida, and uh, kind of just her her summer, basically. Feel good hmm. summer of the movie. Cool. So feel good summer yeah. movie of the year. <laughs> of 2017, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. On Amazon Prime. Nice. So my streaming pick this week uh, is a pretty well-known movie. It's uh, Rocky. Wait, which one? Wait, which Rocky? The, 19, the first one, 1976 version oh, okay. one. Um, they only made one Rocky and Bullman come over. <laughs> 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 yeah, so um, I, uh, I just really like this movie. It's just really simple. The acting and writing is mm-hmm. very well done on Sylvester Stallone's part. And yeah, uh, I think everyone knows what Rocky's about. Oh. Well, didn't he? Didn't he didn't win an award for that, right? Did he? Um, did he? I think he may have. I know for sure that that's the movie that saved Sylvester Stallone. Yes, it is. So I mean, he didn't get. No, he definitely did not get uh, an award for that movie. He was nominated, but really, it went to the director and the editing. Team. Yeah, more of the movie. Nineteen seventy-seven. Seventy-six, actually. Um, oh, this. Oh, it's in the seventy-seven Oscars. Yeah. I'm sorry. It says uh, uh, John Editing G. Director, a- picture. Yeah, John G. Avildsen, editor, uh-huh. best picture, Irvin Winkler, and uh, best film editing. But he was nominated for best actor, best actress, best supporting actor, best supporting actor, Damn. best original screenplay, best sound mixing. Yeah, Jesus. It was a, it. Wow. It, it's a solid movie and. Um, it's a definitely a good movie to watch if you just like want to watch a movie like i want to like like i want to watch i i I just i want to watch a movie this is like literally the dictionary (laughs) definition of a solid movie it's between it's between 65 and 200 minutes (laughs) <laughs> yeah. it's in 16 by 9 ratio it's <laughs> this is the movie i would show aliens like i'd be like oh yeah this is what humans do and i'd, I'd show them rocky and then they'd destroy us because all we do is fight <laughs> and they'd be like what the fuck is this shit we'd show them close encounters or et no <laughs> I ju- actually no no you show them earth girls are easy <laughs> yes yes uh, uh, or a fifth element is a pretty good one too yeah they'd be like what the hell so uh, yeah, so uh, Rocky streaming on uh, Netflix uh, is just a really, just a really good movie. Just a really good. Really, movie. Uh, well, it's a, a movie of uh, triumph, isn't it? Movie of well, an uplifting story, underdog, right? underdog story. Definitely, yeah. yeah, definitely an underdog story. Actually, uh, one of my favorite parts about Rocky is that he loses. <laughs> Whoa! Spoiler. <laughs> um, that's that's uh, to uh, Carl Weathers, right? Yep. And that's why I really love this movie. It's just, it's kind of like, um, what is it? Uh, First Blood. Rambo, he play, Rambo First Blood. Yeah, yeah. He, play, he plays like a guy who is like, like he loses yeah. really in the end. I mean, I'm ignoring all the sequels they made about him and stuff, but the first movie is definitely like... Of Rambo? 
Yeah. Yeah, first. Oh, okay. Um, well, that's cool. That's interesting. I'll, I'll check that out. I still never seen it. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a solid movie. I've seen Rocky three, the one with the Russian. Oh, that's Rocky four. I've seen Rocky four. Yeah, or is it three? Well, fuck, no, I don't know. Or two the is, one with two is Mr. T, three. right? Yeah, two is yeah, two is Mr. T. I think the one with Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it was number three. I thought Dolph Lundgren was number three because he says, "If he dies." No, he it dies. is four. I was right. I, yeah, it is four. Okay. Uh, so Rocky, Rocky one, Rocky number one, Rocky number one. <laughs> <laughs> I Rocky number one. Uh, cool. Uh, so yeah, uh, so let's talk about Mister America. All right. Um, I have to say, Tyler, that I was I was very skeptical that I was going to enjoy this movie <laughs> going into it, <laughs> just because. The other, only other Tim Heidecker movie that I've seen, well, I didn't even watch the whole thing because I couldn't stand it, uh, was the comedy. Oh, yeah. That's that's really not that great of a movie. No, I I, I turned it off in the first 20 minutes. What, what's it called? It's a movie the called The Comedy? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's, I don't know. It, I, I wouldn't pan it too hard, but it's also not, like, his greatest work it was very i mean at the, but also at the same time i watched it uh probably what when did it come out 2012 yeah so like i i mean i wasn't my i hadn't uh f- like uh find out my 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 sense of humor quite yet um so i wasn't uh i wasn't that familiar with like tim and eric or his humor style oh okay at the, at the time yeah. So, do you so, watch the comedy before knowing who he was? Kind. I mean, I knew what Tim and Eric was, and I had seen a couple episodes. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't watch it. Like, I wasn't. Like, I didn't like go out of my way to watch it. It was just on Adult Swim whenever I would watch Adult Swim. So I wasn't that familiar with with his with his, with his style. So that movie just kind of put me off. Yeah. Uh, but I know. I mean, I know like his comedy is out there and it's existed and I've seen it. But uh, now, I mean, I really, actually, I really did enjoy this movie. I will say that. Uh, that's 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 uh, that's a relief that I was <laughs> able. To... But fuck the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. It's. Uh, what did you What did you think, Pete? Like, what did you think, Mr. <laughs> um. I, I liked it. It was enjoyable. Um. It it felt like uh, like it wasn't it wasn't a hundred percent necessary movie because it felt like <clears throat> it was a a character that could have probably been condensed into either a short or like a series of sketches. But then it comes from a YouTube series, and yeah, and it's almost like I feel like uh, Tim Heidecker was trying to do like almost almost like well, I could condense this into something small, but. You know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Let's do a four-hour court drama preceding the movie that you have to watch to really get it. <laughs> you know, which yeah. is which is great because he's he is a almost Andy Kaufman in yeah, in his definitely. in his like disregard for the audience. Yeah, and yeah. I that's the attitude that I perceived with his character and like the mm-hmm. whole like statement of this universe he has really created around him and i i did i really i did enjoy it i felt like every <clears throat> every decision that he makes 
is like the wrong one, which is just fun, <laughs> funny to watch a person spiral into, yeah, know, like self-made misery. Yeah, even absolutely. even down to the stupidest things, like when he he opens the the lift gate of his Explorer two door Explorer up, and uh, out falls a bunch of pamphlets, and he's just mm-hmm. like, oh man, he picks a big pile of them up. Knowing he has an entire day's worth of leafleting and pamphleting to do, he just hucks him into like the back seat instead of. <laughs> he could have like just set him down gently and you know in um, a pile. Yeah, it's just like that's such a small stupid detail, but it's like everything he does was the wrong decision. Yeah, I know the the like the like hyper like microscope actions really. Yeah. On what he did i don't know like just like it was really he was very focused on like the way he walks the way he dresses even yeah, the to like suit. yeah even to the <laughs> this like him being sweaty because if you notice like some of the <laughs> close-up shots they do he's very red and sweaty and i know that's deliberate like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's all it's all it's very um it may seem like it's just like happening like he's improvising but i think it all of it's very well coordinated yeah and I, I agree with that planned out because um even i don't i don't know about the script i don't know how much of the script i don't know if everything he he says in the movie is completely scripted out word by word um, it, that can't be the no. There's no way that's the case. It's like because it, it would too, have to. I mean, he would have to be a, a great actor to deliver all those lines of supernaturally. He's yeah. He's such a. He's so great at the um, awkward conversation that I, I. They most likely went into a scene with a rough outline and had lines mm-hmm. for like his campaign manager Tony. She probably yeah. had like set outlines and yeah, <laughs> and he just kind of went off the cuff of with well, my reaction is going to be bad, so get ready for it. So, um, so the documentary is about this character that Tim Heidecker has created over the years. Um, he himself, right? Yeah. Like a version of himself. And he is, he went on trial for a murder charge because 19 murder charges. Yeah. Because, um, he poisoned a bunch of kids at his music festival that he was, uh, running you can learn He's all a, about he was this accused. on tch it was a tch vape cartridges tch yeah. <laughs> that he sponsored with an a you know doctor's cell or doctor hey we don't know what happened yeah like no, that's what you, happened if, if you want <laughs> it was a mistrial if you yeah if you want context for the reason why this documentary was made i highly suggest watching the trial of the murder cases um so but i but on that note though so i didn't watch any of the videos that you said that i should that we should watch you compiled in preparation could you (laughs) (laughs) i didn't watch any of those videos i didn't watch any of the trial and so in the in the documentary in the mockumentary it's a mockumentary right yeah Yeah, Um, yeah definitely um they show little clips of the trial and of his show uh, on the cinema at the cinema. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, you can watch those if you want more context, if you want to delve deep into more of this character. Um, But at the same time, me not having any exposure to any of that, I felt that what they showed was just enough 
to get enough yeah. context. I think I think I did too. I um, think I think they did an excellent job at like definitely providing enough context to know like what the point of the documentary was. I don't know how funny those shows are or or the trial is, but <laughs> I think it I think it's it pretty to good. me I think I think it made the movie funnier just showing these random clips of these <laughs> of these show of the yeah. show that he was they Funny say he he, that, he did or the trial like little clips of the trial like what the fuck happened at that trial <laughs> what the fuck happened at on this on this film critic show that apparently he knows nothing about film yeah yeah <laughs> and show, you should go it, back and watch some of it after the fact and and see yeah, how that affects yeah. you differently because I, I watched the the three the three clips that you'd sent of the trial in like maybe like a minute or so of his reactions from his other show, and I was like, "Yeah, I get an, I get an idea of what this character is." Uh-huh. Uh, but the trial was the trial was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's a, just yeah, another it's... another um, uh, venue for him to make bad decisions in. Yeah, with the higher stakes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I really like I really like this movie because um, because it is a mockumentary. Yeah, because I, I enjoy mockumentaries i like i i love spinal tap that's ultra dry humor oh yeah um and i think this it falls right in line with that style because it's all in like the subtlety of the dialogue and um some of the set of this movie at least yeah some of the there was some stuff that's what i was thinking too there was some uh i don't know if you guys noticed in the diner scene when he's talking to tony like it's complete like so many continuity errors in that scene really yeah there's so they're talking right they get the food they're eating the food and all of a sudden they're cut and there's no food in front of them yeah and then in the next and then the next shot oh there's food in front of them they're like done with their meal and it's it's like wait what the hell yeah it's like even the people making the documentary about him are like bumbling yeah that's at least that's what i got from it because there's definitely scenes with continuity errors in it and i kind of like associated it with the like slobbiness of it all yeah yeah um so yeah so it so he after tim loses or wins the trial like he's not guilty quote-unquote wins yeah he doesn't win it's just a mistrial it's a mistrial because one of the 12 jurors uh can't definitively say without a shadow of a doubt that he's guilty in his Is eyes, it? it's a victory. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what's funny. It's like, yes, we won. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> so much of a victory that he can can he declares himself a better lawyer than the district attorney <laughs> of San Bernardino. Yeah. <laughs> and says he tried to put an innocent man behind bars, so he's a crook and a rat. So he's going to run against him for us. Um, and so yeah, exactly. And he he runs against him in office, and he's like, his film is basically about him trying to get on the ballot and all you need is 500 yeah. signatures to get on the ballot that seems really low <laughs> exactly but you know what's funny though about the 500 signature scene he's like it, there's like there's a, a line that he says he says oh we got 15 so far so i think we're pretty on track <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two weeks from, two weeks from the uh, deadline <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he says um what uh, back to the like he does all the wrong things mm-hmm. and he's like He's like, you know, I'm going door to door, 
but people aren't home at 1 p.m. on Wednesdays usually. Yeah, it's a lot of ground to cover because most people aren't even home. What do you expect at 1 o'clock on a Wednesday? <laughs> and the, I think the greatest part, too, is it was like over 100 degrees at that point in the day, too. Yeah. Just like in this yeah. oversized in suit. suit, walking around in like a pretty, <laughs> like they make it seem like it was a rough neighborhood um, by those guys yelling at him, which I think might have been kind of real. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. He's like, you guys voters? <laughs> <laughs> you're running for an attorney? You're an attorney or something? I'm, I'm, I'm running for a district attorney. Oh. Fuck pigs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, stay, stay safe. <laughs> yeah. Um. um I, I liked I liked the little lines. There was a, a lot of I was I was kind of in the same boat as um, Joseph. I was a little apprehensive that this is I was going to enjoy it or not or just suffer through it um, because <laughs> I I, lo- I love Tim and Eric. Whenever a duo goes and does individual things, I feel like there's always a risk that that magic that you are expecting is going to be you're going to be a little disenchanted by what you get. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Plus in a full length, a full length movie, you know, there's a lot of gamble there in that, but I feel like there's a lot of little gems that get overlooked if you're not paying attention, like, yeah. um, and super, super dry. Like there is this, yeah. it's a scene at the beginning when he's calling, he's going door to door and then he starts calling his constituent, potential constituency. And he says, uh, He's on the phone with somebody, and you just hear the one side of the conversation. He's like, um, um, "Yeah, my my uh, policies are I'm tough on crime. No, um, no." He checks his notes. Uh, no corruption. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so only. Yeah, no. So uh, yeah, please uh, tell your dad, please. Thanks. <laughs> oh yeah, tell your dad. Tell your dad. <laughs> He's talking to like a twelve year old staying home sick from school. <laughs> That was his. That was his only like his only basis for his campaign was no, uh, hundred percent, hundred percent, zero crime. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was it. There was nothing else. Don't you want to live in a neighborhood where anyone can get arrested and not come back? Yeah. <laughs> if you go, yeah. If you're if you're innocent, we'll let you live your life innocent. But if you're guilty, you're going to prison for life. That's it. You had, you're out you of here. Had your chance. <laughs> One of my one of my favorite parts about this kind of humor is the the subtlety. Well, not really subtleties, but it's like the human. You see a human error, and um, like his his interactions with his uh, Apple Watch. Oh yeah. <laughs> where he's like he's like on my way, hey, Siri, uh, on my way, and then it's like you just hear the the noise, the bloop, the bloop, and then. Well, we're only five minutes away anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she'll see us in five minutes. And then there's like, there's like other random, uh, like there's a scene where he's like on the phone and then he gets mad. Uh, I can't remember the conversation. And then he hangs up and then he like gets up, but the phone cord is like wrapped around his leg <laughs> and he's like trying to kick it off. And it's just like, this has no relevance to, <laughs> to like, why did they keep this in here? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the beauty it's, of it. It's basically like the filmmakers, the filmmakers, quote unquote, um, making him look like a dumbass. Basically, yeah. he reminds me of like a just. A, I mean, he is a shitty politician because he's not a politician. He's like a yeah. He's not a lawyer. His character is like a schemer. He's not a lawyer. He 
he talks about his, he, you know, his history in law is that he's got a hundred percent success rate in all the cases yeah. he's tried because <laughs> he's been in one and he, and he was found innocent, but he wasn't, he was just, it was a mistrial, which is, yeah. which is on that topic. The one juror that didn't vote for him ends up being his campaign manager, Tony. Yeah, that was a nice twist. Yeah, I didn't realize when she's sitting down at lunch with him, she's like, she's like, we actually are the way we cross paths is interesting because I was actually on the jury, and he goes, yeah, (laughs) she's the one, she's the one that got me off. (laughs) I I missed that. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, man, that adds another level to it. And uh, she's really cool. And she's subtly racist too. <laughs> yeah, it's. it's <laughs> and then it, it, every time, every time she starts bringing it up, she's like, "Yeah, San Bernardino is not like it used to be." And I think oh, you know what I mean yeah. by that. And he's like, "We don't. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that." Yeah, that was um... the oh the barbershop scene. Oh, oh god. <laughs> it, it, we're, we're back to traditional roots. It's going to be better for everyone. I think what Tim really like really like knocked into my head watching this movie was that, your head specifically yeah specifically my head <laughs> um there's comedy in being a failed populist because mm. when you look at a successful populist like it someone can you can see why someone could get like you know enamored with them because they're very charismatic and shit but like if you like look past like the charisma and stuff like it's all kind of really weird and it only works in a mass group of people it doesn't work with like a small group of people yeah you have you have to have a mob mentality to for the energy to pick up yeah exactly and so i think he's tapping into the comedic factor of someone attempting to be this ultra populist kind of guy and failing miserably at it that's what really i found hilarious about this this movie i liked i liked the this the um his over like hyper focus on the wrong things for his campaign too like (laughs) she's she's tony's in advertising um she's in advertising right so she's trying to get him some sort of a slogan or whatever and he keeps focusing on no well we have a slogan it's we have a rap problem and then after yeah. that, we need to get people to accept that, you know, we need to set the trap. And then we need to, and then, and then the next level is we need to get, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Rossetti. Rossetti. We need to get Rossetti backed into the corner and then, we, and then we spring the trap on him and I'm the exterminator. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, that's, that's a lot, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it does come to fruition when they make all these signs that say we have a rat problem and hang it up in yeah. this, in this front windows yeah, of all that, these restaurants yeah. that, was that 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 right there the we have a rat problem sign that's de- that reminded me so much of a nathan fielder yes episode oh. of... yeah yeah it was it was it was really well i was i was like this slogan is pretty lame you know it's it's funny because it's lame and then it it, it pays off when he, they start putting the signs up and he's yeah. like and there's everyone's so open to it yeah the, the pizza place that ultimately tells him no he's like He's like, well, that's kind of bullshit. You know, you don't have a rat problem. You have nothing to worry about. And if you do, then the sign's true. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know why they're upset about this. <laughs> what I the what I thought was uh, kind of interesting, the when he goes into the restaurant and someone shouts at him, he's like, murderer. Oh, yeah. You have no right to be here. Yeah. So, But you never see that person. So I was like, is there a plant in that yeah. restaurant just shouting at them? Had or to be, is it had like, to be a plant. 
I mean, because you don't see them, so I was like, "Is this an editing? Is he just res- like responding to nothing so that they could put it in later?" I, I thought it was a plant, but I was I, I was just curious why did they, they didn't show the person who said it. I think it was to add to the authenticity of the universe they're in. Like this is he's in San Bernardino, and uh-huh. like he is like a real person. Like this is a real documentary. I'm just cur- I'm just curious as why that they chose not to shoot the person um yelling it or maybe they did they just edited it out i don't know yeah yeah, i was just curious as to why they decided to exclude that part of it because i mean that wouldn't have i don't think that would have taken away the quote-unquote realism of this at at least from afar like point you know pan the camera over to him and see someone could blur out their face it would be someone standing um, up at their table and telling him get the fuck out of here yeah, I think yeah. that part. Speci- I, yeah, I think that part could have been a little bit more, more uh, unveiled, so to speak. But yeah, I think maybe. what they were trying to attempt to do was like, oh, this is a documentary. She didn't sign like a uh, non-disclosure, NDA. so they yeah, so they couldn't or, film her. Yeah, so I think that anything. that's where they were trying to go. But it kind of is just like you. This this is already incredibly dry and realistic. Like I think. It could have, you know, it's like pushed the envelope a little bit more. I like that he's, um, he's. I mean, politicians are supposed to be just completely um, sycophantic to their voter base. Like all they do is uh-huh. dote on them and and all positivity all the time. Yeah. And he yeah. he walks up to the table of people at the restaurant and he's like, uh, "Oh, you're all registered voters, right? I'm not over here wasting my time, am I?" <laughs> 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 and then the, the first lady, the first lady you see him talking to, he's sitting in his Explorer, and she's just an old lady walking through this parking lot. Yeah. Oh, the very beginning, very of the very movie. beginning of the movie. Yeah, and she's she's like, "I'm voting, I'm she's running like, for district attorney. You're what? You're voting for what?" District Attorney for San Bernardino, TimHeidecker.com. You know, go go check it out. Who's that? And she, is yeah, that you? Is, is that you? Yeah, it's me. It's just without the beard. Focus group said people like beards, so here I am. He's like, when, what are you running for? DA. I told you three times already. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that, see, that's hilarious to me. His little frustrations in, in, in trying scenes, to keep a cap like, on it. Yeah, it's like the the there was like a. There was a couple at the diner scene where he's like, it's just like really small little mm-hmm. jabs where it's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, I was like, I wish, oh no, was it, was it at the, yeah, I think it was at the diner scene. He's like, I wish you'd give me a pen that works. <laughs> <laughs> or, or when, or when um, he's talking about the pie mm-hmm. and he asks her to film a, a, like a video for social media. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, don't interrupt me in the video. <laughs> yeah. He's, and then he continues. <laughs> he, he's a total jerk. Yeah. But uh, can we talk about one of my favorite parts of the movie? One of the, my favorite characters, Greg Turkington. Oh yeah, um, he yeah. he He's was awesome hilarious. Character. He was so funny because he just brings everything back to some movie made in the seventies. <laughs> the Shaggy and he's DA. like. Yeah, the shaggy DA. And he's like, one of the, the first instances is when they're in the park. He's like, I bet you're wondering why you, I asked to film in this park. <laughs> <laughs> it's because uh, uh, that movie with John Denver yeah, oh God. called Oh God. <laughs> they filmed it right over here when he uh, shoots, shoots the basket. She takes a long basket and realizes that she has the power of God on her side. <laughs> right, it's right here. <laughs> film right here. <laughs> yeah. And then he just, he like brings everything back. And even after that, he's like, because he gets like a text or a phone call and then he's like oh i gotta go right now um 
actually you guys can uh, if you guys want to find out something really interesting that's related to tim um you can follow me and he brings him into like some alleyway and like find some boxes some vhs's and he just like going through movies and he's like he's like he's like oh i can't remember the first movie he pulls out it was like some children's um, movie yeah and then he says uh he brings out uh bringing down the house steve martin queen latifah classic comedy one of the funniest movies ever made look look looks on the back 105 minutes (laughs) (laughs) yep just what i thought (laughs) yeah it's like that was that's like that was like one of my favorite parts of the movie just like that i was like what the fuck he's is this (laughs) the my favorite uh greg turkington part is when he he goes to the town hall debate yeah <laughs> he goes to the town hall debate and he's he instantly the first thing he does when he walks in he's, he walks up to the film documentary film crew and says hey i found that copy of shaggy dot uh, the shaggy da i really think you guys should watch it there's a lot of parallels to tim's <laughs> Tim, tim's campaign in this movie and then he sits down and I, I thought that was funny but then the payoff to that is that when it all hells breaks loose and tim goes on like a, a rager and storms yeah. off and just destroys the hotel. You think that Greg's gonna like wash over to the camera crew and go, you know, um, you know, I was never here. You know, can you, you know, delete my face out of this or something? He walks up to him with purpose <laughs> and looks at the camera and goes, "You guys can keep this till the weekend, but I'd like to have this VHS back by the weekend." <laughs> <laughs> and then just <Yeah>. leaves. <laughs> my uh, my favorite bit is when Turkington just shows up while they're shooting B roll. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, he's. Uh, There's a Baskin Robbins a mile he, down the road. Yeah, he, he he asked them to film him coming out of a Baskin Robbins, and he's like, he's like, oh, I actually checked. There's actually a, a Baskin Robbins down the road, and they're like, oh yeah, we we have a lot to do that. We ha- uh, we got a lot of another location to hit. Um, they were pretty well, busy. Only today. Take a little bit. <laughs> he's the actual yeah, actor then, that played the manager, Paul Rudd's manager in Ant Man and Baskin Robbins. Is he? Yeah, he's he's the yeah. actual guy. Oh, is he? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, um, he's like he's like I'm from the Victorville Film Archives and Ant Man. Yeah, <laughs> it's because that's his role. Uh, and then that same scene after that, he's like, he's like, actually, uh, yeah, we got to go right now. Uh, we just got a call. He's like, oh, okay, well, I'll just come along then. And <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> he starts walking, to, and then he's like, yeah, no, that's okay. And then he's like, oh, okay, and then. He actually doesn't say anything, I think. He just turns around, and then it just shows him walking away, and he sits down behind some bushes, and you just see his head. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, holy, that 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 scene was actually, like, really, really creepy. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was like, I was like, holy fuck. This is like Mark Duplass. Right? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, but I, I I, really, I love Greg Turkington in this movie. One of my favorite parts involving Greg Turkington was after, so after the town hall meeting and they're outside and he's like talking about like, oh yeah, so like I have really interesting stuff and the camera guy's like, can you take your hat off? <laughs> 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 and... Uh, He's like, why do I have to do that? Yeah, he just like lifts it up a little yeah. bit. I know without without the context of the rest of the movie, you don't realize why he would be offended by that. But he's clearly got some PTSD over being forced to remove his hat. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because Tim would always ask him to remove his his movie hat. Yeah, um, movie title hat. Which Tyler, by the way, do you get movie hats because of Greg Turkington? Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I purchased a Victor, Victorville Film Archives, uh, dad hat 
the on cinema at the cinema store but honestly this movie has inspired me to go and down a youtube wormhole and check out on the cinema at the cinema because um otherwise i probably would have never done it yeah it's it's it, there's so much content too like it's and it's a good thing to put on the background as well like you don't have to necessarily pay attention to it the whole time like if you're into that humor uh-huh. like you can hop in at any point and you know be entertained oh, okay. that's cool um so uh, you guys have any uh, final final thoughts on mr america um yeah i think if you, if you like tim and eric um and you don't want something like if you if you think of it in the spectrum of insane comedy and subtle comedy tim and eric is on the high end of the insane spectrum it's super energetic super frenetic it's over the top it's definitely hilarious and Mm -hmm. they find these i don't know how they do it they find all these like normal like older middle-aged um like unknown actors to play these like weird parts in their bits (laughs) yeah yeah and i have a feeling they did something similar in in the town hall meeting or yeah. town, town hall debate of this, but mm-hmm. um, if you're if you're into that, and you want it maybe a little bit more subtle, this is a good good place to go. It's entertaining. Um, uh-huh. It's not going to be for everybody or whatever, but it's like the little stuff that just crack me up. Like they're watching the uh, him and his campaign manager Tony. Their for one, their relationship evolves without a word over time to be a romantic rema- relationship or maybe like a mother son relationship. Yeah, it's very ambiguous. Like at one point, she's like coming up with campaign slogans for him, and the next time, mm-hmm. the next scene, he's she's like spilling or cleaning up his spilled beer, and then the next yeah. scene, she's getting him beer and you know she tells him she loves him and kisses <laughs> him on the cheek before his town hall debate. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and you're like, what the. F- that's just evolved out of nowhere. But it's, I thought there was gonna be, I thought it was gonna be a romance, honestly. Yeah, but it's it's great because they don't they don't even talk about it. It's just this it <laughs> yeah, evolves over the course of ninety minutes. It's just it's just like <laughs> what the hell? And what no, is this relationship? Yeah, there's no payoff to it and you don't, you're still unclear about what it is. But when they're when she's showing him um the uh, opponent's uh, YouTube video the attack ad the attack ad that's not even aimed at him it's aimed at the other yeah. um, running yeah. da the incumbent uh, or the uh, opposing da she's there's like a two and a half minutes worth of footage of her fidgeting with the youtube and not being able to function oh, play it, right that was so <laughs> yeah. funny she's a computer illiterate she's like yeah. getting, like she's like typing on youtube to make a response yeah, she, she's, <laughs> she's like, she's like, all right, open word. Yeah, oh yeah, I want you to write this down so we can write a, uh, um, what's it? He calls it a press release. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I want to write a press release. So she's still in YouTube and she's like typing in the search bar. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, maybe you want to open up a word document or something. And, and she's like, just panicking, like, oh gosh, where is that? I don't know on this computer. Yeah. She's you know, like, do you have documents. to go full full screen and then play? <laughs> and she goes full screen and then goes into like the set the video quality settings. Like, yeah, embed video and all the shares. <laughs> De- yeah, debug debug uh, um, error screen. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. That that whole scene's great. And then he's him trying to dictate it to her is so hard to watch. Like, I know because she's she's like she's like not listening. Yeah, she's all, well. She's getting the broad points so she can write it in her own words. Yeah, and he's like, I you know. 
to whom it may concern. <laughs> write, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, 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 I, f- I forgot about that. Scene. Those, that was, those that was, scenes are worth it for me. Um, really, you know. really funny. Yeah, it was, it was good. I, en- I enjoyed it. I mean, I think if you enjoy, if you like spinal tap, then you, you'll like this movie because it's a mockumentary and both those, both these movies are ultra dry in humor. Yeah, I mean, spinal true. tap is spinal tap is a little more in your face. I think um, it may goofy. be, yeah, a little bit more goofy because it's a band from the eighties. Um, it might be a little bit more in line with best in show um, mm-hmm. because that's, that's like really dry, super, super dry. And maybe, maybe not as funny, but I think this movie is a, is a good, is a good dry humor mockumentary. And there are some, moments there are some other other scenes when he's asking about the uh he's like he's like so how's the uh, the gopro uh doing oh you mean gofundme yeah uh, <laughs> and she's like and i'm technically like, not supposed to do that <laughs> yeah yeah he's like he's like so gofundmes are usually for people who are sick or starving or poor we can't put it on the website he like he like ignores her he like takes a phone call or something and then <laughs> and then she says to the camera uh, we shouldn't even be technically doing this or yeah, the fact that you get like three hats, like oh, delivered yeah, them so three hundred or five hundred. The five hundred hats. The best part of that about that the whole hat uh, debacle was her response to it. They're seven days away from the election, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, I don't, hmm, I ordered five hundred. I don't know why they send us three. You know what? I'll send him an email, <laughs> and then I'll follow up with a call. Yeah, you know what? I'll send yeah, I'll send him an email, and I'll follow up with a call. And he's like, okay, yeah. thanks. <laughs> and it's like, he seven days. There's nothing, it's not going to do any good. It, it, it's almost like he, I mean, he's like aware and not aware of things at the same time. Like he's aware of other people's like stupidity, but not his own. Yeah. It's it's kind of funny. Um, the other thing with the hats is that like he, she like, what's, what was funnier to me was that she puts it on and it's like oversized <laughs> on her head. It's like she's those like, like oh, old they look, World they, War they look II good. hats they put on the elderly. <laughs> yeah, it's like a mag- yeah. it's like a maga hat, but worse. It's floppy yeah. and it's like a made of um, like rayon fi- f- uh, yeah. vinyl or something. There's another there's another small scene where he's uh, like filming like a social media video where he's like Facebook Live. A, yeah, he's like in front of a stop sign. And he's like, so we can stop Rossetti. <laughs> and then, like, horribly zooms in on the stop sign. And it's, like, not even – it's, like, a quarter of the sign is in frame. Yeah. And he's like, we need to stop Rossetti. And it's, like, a really uh, bad effort at making a, yeah. a ad with, uh, with, like, cleverness. Like, it's really low effort. Um, yeah. And then the whole – the – the Martin Luther King statue. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, that was painful. <laughs> he's like, uh, MLK, Martin Luther King, my hero, one of the founding fathers. <laughs> I quote him all the time. Unfortunately, he passed away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't murdered. <laughs> uh, yeah, I um, yeah, that I pretty much agree with both of you guys that this is. This, for one, this movie is not for everyone, especially if you're not into a dry sense of humor. Um, but I think there's a lot of comedy to be found in failed mm-hmm. populist movements, and I think that's that's what I got from yeah. this. Uh, 
I, documentary without the context of like his character on, on cinema like you just watch this as yeah it's alone it's just the story of a failed like, populist like and kind of highlighting like like just the utter failure of trying to do things that only people who are mm. super rich can do yeah and he's not super rich no he isn't he's like he's just like this poor schlub trying to act like a rich man <laughs> and it's just poor shyster yeah i mean i think you, i mean i think you can watch this movie isolated i don't think yeah i don't think you do need I don't think you. I don't think you absolutely need the context of his character. No, because um, because he even mentions his sh- his show Decker and and his and on the movie at on the cinema uh, at the cinema on the cinema whatever. And I think it shows enough of those. Uh, it shows enough context that you get you get what his character is. Yeah, exactly. They did a really good job of doing that because there is a lot of context to his character technically. So the yeah. way they condensed it was very uh, done efficiently. But at the same time, I think if you do, ha- if you have seen all those things, I mean, you will really, really appreciate this movie. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, so and the, it ended on a high note, <laughs> in my opinion, in terms of comedy, because it ends with him in the in the location of the concert of the EDM concert, yeah. and he's like he like sets up the flowers. And he's like <laughs> he's like the final shot of the movie. It's him like with like, like a really like a flowers, sad yeah. face. Like a sad face. He's like, something like that. Yeah, that'd be a good shot. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it's, that was so funny. Yeah, what, uh, what ratings do you guys give this? Hmm. Peter! What do you give it? Um, it's a tough one. It's a hard, it's a hard one to rate because it's not a traditional movie. Um, I'd probably give this a just straight down the middle, like three three stars. It was enjoyable for me. For, for me, I think if you were... Um, if you have a, don't have the um, broader sense of humor, it's probably going to be a little mm-hmm. bit lower on your list because it's definitely absurd. And um, if you're if you watch five minutes of it and you're like, I don't get it, just turn it off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I, you're in you're in for more of the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it it's a it it's a movie that I don't think I would have watched if I if it wasn't on the wheel if it didn't land on the oh. wheel. Yeah, honestly, I I. I didn't. I couldn't imagine myself watching this movie in any other capacity. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah. Unless, un- unless Tyler, you texted me. He's like, "Hey, you want to watch Mr. America? Okay, I'm gonna come over. Here. I'm gonna bring some uh, an ML assassin. All right, cool." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I, I. I give it a three stars. It was. I had a good time when I was watching it. I'm glad I watched yes. it. And it was. Uh, I enjoyed it more. I watched uh, Tim and Eric's billion dollar mo- dollar movie when it came out. And um, oh, it was that th- movie. That was probably a more technically better made movie in the traditional movie sense, but for mockumentary's sake, this was uh, more enjoyable for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Joseph? Definitely. What do you get it? You know, talking about it, I think uh, my rating has gone up for it. I uh, just because I'm like I'm like thinking back to all these scenes and Greg Turkington, um, <laughs> Turkington was was like one of the best parts of the movie I think. Yeah, he's and, great. Uh, if, yeah, he was really good. And he he I think he brings he adds a star to this movie, and um, so I I'm gonna give this a four out of five um, rating. Nice. It's a. I it's definitely I I can see myself rewatching Impressive. it. 
and I'm glad I'm glad that I watched it. I'm glad you put it on the wheel. Yay. I'm glad it landed on it. Um, I'm so glad you guys I, I look, have the same sense of humor as me. <laughs> <laughs> I I do I do look forward to watching more of his character, the trial, and the on the cinema at the cinema. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Sick. So uh, for me, I uh, after uh, talking about it, I was gonna give it a three, but I'm also now giving it a three point five. Three point five. Yeah, just because uh, definitely the Greg Turkington scenes um, were just top of the line, like strange. <laughs> and seriously, um, yeah. If you guys didn't know Greg Turkington, he's uh, Neil Hamburger. Uh, he's also oh really? Yeah, he's a really really weird comedian. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Neil Hamburger. Like, he's he's a uh, he's old like uh, classic Hollywood. Uh, yeah, that's Greg comedian. Turkington. No shit. Yeah, so it's, I wonder. I yeah. wonder what he's credited as on Ant Man. It's probably Neil Hamburger. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I don't know though. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, now that's now crazy. we get. To... I liked it more than you, Tyler. <laughs> you you put you put it on the wheel. <laughs> well, I get, you put George of the Jungle on the wheel, so I don't know. What I know to I did. Anymore. I did do that. <laughs> I did do that. Um, but well. I'm really glad you like it. I mean, like, it's... Yeah, it, I don't know. Fuck. Like... <laughs> you okay? <laughs> there's no... There's no... Okay, there's no rules, Tyler. You can't... <laughs> you don't have to like the movie more or whatever. Yeah. It's a, It's supposed to, uh, you know... Um, supposed to have both Fuel it. conversation. Um, yeah. And, s- yeah. And he's listed as Greg Turkington on Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, perfect five. <laughs> five bags of popcorn. <clears throat> All right, you ready for the wheel, Tyler? Yeah. So, thought uh, a long time about my um, <laughs> about my uh, about my uh, pick. So I was thinking, what would be a crowd favorite? You know, because I wanted I want to do something that's gonna you know it's gonna pop to people like, oh, this movie. So. What I am replacing with Mr. America, I am replacing it with Space Jam. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I have, a, I have a story about Space Jam I'll tell next, uh, once it lands on it. A little anecdote? <laughs> it do, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, you know, Space Jam is beloved by everyone. Um, I recently just watched it, and I it it's a good movie. Like, I, it's not bad. Um <laughs> It's not like George <laughs> yeah. of the Jungle where I like cringed, so uh, I definitely look forward to talking about it when it lands on it. So we have on the wheel for Joseph. We have Dunkirk and the Machinist, and his wild card is Place Beyond the Pines. And then we have the Blair Witch Project for Tyler, Space Jam, newly on the wheel for Tyler. Mm-hmm. And his wild card, Escape from New York. Space and... Jam, and I'm in a Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and for my picks, I have The Bridge on the River Kwai, and They Look Like People. Um, guys ready for this? One of my yeah. favorite Wayne Knight quotes from Space Jam. Fixing a divot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing out there? It's fixing a divot. <laughs> 
Uh, Alright, let's, let's uh, dial the wheel in so it's... Spin the wheel of destiny. Okay. Alright, so we're giving it a rolling spin, as we oh, did last God. week. The suspense is killing me. Alright, here it comes. Spin away. Bridge on the River Kwai. Ooh. Ooh. An Classic. oldie. Oldie, but a movie. Get, is this get the, your bridges is this ready, boomers. Is this the <laughs> oldest movie that we have, we'll have done so far? Uh, I think by a long shot, yeah. Because oh, yeah. I mean, it was it's 1956, the... I think. Damn. Pro- From Beyond was probably before that. Where is it? Where's it uh, where can we watch this movie? Uh, can we rent it? or? You know what, Tyler? I'm glad you asked that. You know what, Tyler? Just figure it out for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to download this for six bucks to watch <laughs> Mr. America. I had to use my mom's account on Amazon Prime to watch Mr. America. You can fork out six <laughs> was it? Was it on Amazon Prime? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was. Well, I, I downloaded it anyway, so. <laughs> I mean, I borrowed it from a friend. Yeah. <clears throat> you can rent it for $3 on PlayStation. Uh, let's see here. Bridge on the River Kwai. Are you on Just Watch? Yeah. Okay. You can rent it $3 on Amazon, $3 on Fandango now, $3 on Voodoo, $3 on PlayStation, $3 on Redbox, $4 on YouTube, $4 on Google Play, $4 on Apple, God, there's so many $4 on DirecTV. services. Four dollars on I can't even read this one. AMC theaters on AMC theaters. Who subscribes to that? <laughs> hey babe, well, what do you want to watch on AMC theaters tonight? <laughs> hey, you'd be surprised. AMC, AMC. A lot of people love AMC. Especially Damn, if, you, movie, if, if you're a, into classic movies, it's that's really what you. Uh, Isn't that TMC or TCM? TCM. Turner, well, that's Turner Classic Movies. Turner yeah. Classic Movies are only. Uh, uh, like Turn, Metro Turner. Metro Goldwyn Mayer and oh, yeah. any, anything on TBS Turner Broadcasting System. Um, so Bridge on a River Kwai, yeah, brief synopsis is uh, the classic story of English POWs in Burma forced to build a bridge to aid the war effort of their Japanese captors. The British and American intelligence officers conspire to blow up the structure, but Colonel Nicholson, the commander who supervises the bridge construction, has acquired a sense of pride in his creation and tries to foil their plans. Starring William Holden as Commander Shears, Alec Guinness as Colonel Nicholson, and Jack Hawkins as Major Warden. So this is from 1956, and mm. I've never seen it. Joseph saw it when he was young, and I don't think Tyler's never seen it either, right? Yeah, no, I have not. Looks uh, looks good though. It's it's, um, it's a long it's, movie. Yeah, it is two hours and thirty six minutes. Wow, getting our money's worth for this three dollar rental. And it's PG, so your kids can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is way before PG thirteen was a thing. Yeah. What's that? Uh, what's that list? It's the um, one of the best. The best movies ever. One hundred. It's like 100, a hundred. A, a, a AFI. That's it. AFI, oh AFI. yeah. Let's see here. AFI it is best. number thirty six on the AFI's top one hundred movies of all time. American Film Institute. All right, so um, as we mentioned before, send us an email with your movie suggestions. Um, maybe we can use them on the wheel. If you have any streaming suggestion picks, we'd love to give those out too. Um, the email is mcfcpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, 
facebook.com slash MCFC podcast. And um, like and subscribe us on your iPod uh, or your podcast uh, subscription service of choice. You know, when you when you leave us a review or um, give us a five-star rating or whatever, it uh, helps us be relevant somehow. I'm not sure how that works, but <laughs> <laughs> the engagement goes up, which is good, I guess. Um, <laughs> and it's cool to hear that, you know, when people leave us a review, that we actually have real life people out there that we're not related to that are listening to the show. <laughs> so it's pretty, so it's pretty cool. Um, do that please. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be, uh, I don't know. Someone will be posting either me or Pete will be posting videos for a little bit of context for Mr. America, just so mm-hmm. you guys could kind of, if you guys would like to be more acquainted with this character, it would be a very entertaining uh, compliment to it. And by the time you listen to this, all that will be much too late. <laughs> <laughs> but I will be doing that, just so you know, Tyler. I made, I took those videos you sent me, put them into a YouTube playlist um, on my personal account, and so I can post just the playlist. And oh, I'll okay. Watch it. Okay. Yeah. So I'll be doing that right after the show is over, so we can tease the movie for this week. <laughs> all right. So uh, noise. Uh, Bridge on the River Kwai? Is that what we're... The bridge? The bridge? No, it's The Bridge on the River Kwai. The Bridge on the River Kwai. Yeah, to the... Bridge okay. on the River Kwai. 1957. All right, this is, this is a mouthful to say, okay? So. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a mouthful. Eiffel to watch. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to uh, watch that next week. So, uh, so it was nice being with you this this week guys and uh see you next time see you later thanks for listening see you later